welcome to episode 88 of Buck Off Banter. Um, this is our Barbie episode and we are going to have a quick catch up on news before we get started on Barbie. So, Carla, do you want to go first or will I? Well, where have you been? I've got a couple of things, actually, not just that. Um, one good, one bad. Um, where have you been? Where have you been, guys? If you haven't heard the news, then where the hell have you been? Everyone's heard. In fact, I even checked with my on the Monday. I messaged my show jumping trainer on the proviso of not being able to remember where my lesson was, what time my lesson was, just so I could tell him. Absolutely. Uh, but if you have been a, <laughs> if you have been under a rock, I won an event. I came out of an event in retirement, went and entered an event, had the best day, was having so much fun the whole day, and then I went and won it. And uh, you could have. Well, you could have knocked me down with a feather. I cried happy tears. It was amazing. And I just, you know, I'm like, the most important thing is I had the best fun all day. We were laughing a little bit, though. And I must get it sorted because, yeah, it's a bit naughty of me. But we were tacking him up for his dressage. And I put his dressage saddle on. And I went, I have not ridden in or had this saddle checked for two years. Now, I oh please, everybody, don't come for me with your pitchforks. I literally, there seemed no point in doing it. Uh, because I wasn't going to ride in it. And yeah, um, so I am getting it checked. I'm in no position to throw stones because I've managed to pop one of the flare bags in Pancake Saddle. And there was this saddler that my physio was like, I've heard amazing things about them. You know, I know how hard it is to get a good saddler. This one's supposed to be amazing. And... It, she seems to be like the fucking Scarlet Pimpernel because I'm damned if I can like actually get hold of her and manage to get anything put in place. So he's wearing Manny's saddle, which like the physio and Carla's looked at and it's not bad on him, but I don't love it on him either. It's not as good as his saddle, which he loves. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm in no position to judge. Yeah, so anyway, it... It was obviously a lucky way for me because uh, I led from the start. I don't think oh anyone goodness. had that on their score sheet for. <laughs> I don't think anyone had that on their score sheet for twenty twenty three. Um, we would have been sub thirty, but at the end I forgot the test, so I just randomly <laughs> made up some movements while like grinning at the judge. Um, so obviously I lost some marks there. Um, which because he scored thirty, would we would have easily been a sub thirty. But yeah, and then he jumped to double clear. Uh, we just got 1.2 time faults because I was a little bit wobbly in a couple of places. So we had to come back to trot and stuff, but absolutely can't fault him. He loved his day. He had the best time. So he literally, one of the reasons I stopped eventing was obviously I got into this downward spiral where I'd listened to these words. And then as a result, we had the shit results, which seemed to just justify what was said about me. And um, so he came out of the start box. And as a result, one of the shit results he had was he would get overwhelmed and like boil over at an event. And yeah, he came out of the start box for the first time and he was like, and I could feel him almost like almost boiling over, but he just, just directed it the correct way and just basically just took the bit and took on all the fences. And yeah, he was amazing. It was just the best feeling being back on a cross country course on him. He's just so ace cross country. He's just the best. So I had the most amazing day. 
Uh, and it was a lovely event. You know, the volunteers were all super smiley and helpful and happy. Um, yeah, it was just great. It was so good. Not just because I won, just I was just having the best time. We've so, had so many messages. Yeah, that's what? Um, we've had so many messages um, of like people just saying how much what you said has helped them, and how like they really resonated with it, and how kind of other people have made them really question themselves and what they want to do with their horses and stuff. Mm, mm, yeah. Um. So I think that was that was really really good. Um. But oh my god, I think it's pounds. Up- I think it's lovely. I think it's love. I want 100 pounds. And do you know what I keep doing? And I'm an absolute nightmare for it. I keep going and buying shit and doing stuff and going, it's all right. I want 100 pounds. I've probably spent about 400 because it's, it's horse math. All of us, Absolutely. all of us people that have got horses, we have a specific maths that we do. My will is obviously if I win any money, any money I spend for the next month or so will be basically my winnings. Yeah. So, do you yeah. know what it is? I so watched I TikTok and it was like, it's one of those things math. like, yes. And it's one of those things where this one time I went to buy a dishwasher and this guy was such a fucking condescending prick. And he was like, oh, you know, you're a girl. Basically, you'll only be interested in the colour of it. I um, wanted to like, say to this guy, you know, you're a fucking male chauvinist pig. But the problem was that actually yeah. the only thing I really wanted was a chrome dishwasher. So my, my moral high ground was then very shaky. But yeah, um, that TikTok was um, was a similar thing, the girl maths, because I found myself being like, yes, yes, absolutely, I fucking do that, yeah. Like if the, post, the postage thing was was the most... Like where it was like, if it costs 50 pounds and then like it's 20 pounds post infection, but if you spend a hundred, it's free. It's like, so yeah, you, you ha- you're obligated then to buy things that you don't yeah, want to buy. To the ho- yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you, you're like basically wasting nothing. Money. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying for nothing. Like, oh so, yeah. So yeah. Horse anyway, maths, absolutely. My, my horse math is that basically, cause I've won this money, I've booked a fire, another fire eating course. I've, I've, I bought a load of cocktail making stuff the other night because we were going out. It's all it's all kicking off. It's all going on. I spent a fortune um, with my with my horse mass. Uh, so anyway, the plan to step for, go forward with him is I'm going to do it again because I had such a good time. So I'm going to enter another one. There were two for me to choose between, but I think I'm going to go back to Great Witchingham because it was such a great event. Obviously do a bigger class. Um, and yeah, it'll be fine. So yeah, uh, like literally, if you're walking across country course and there's only one fence that you're at all bothered about, and it wasn't even because it was a fence, it's just because you were turning away from the lorry park. It's not, you know, you. I kind of feel like you need to challenge yourself a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, so that's what, and I, it's nothing to do with. I feel like I have to be somewhere. It literally is. I would just want to challenge us a yeah. bit more. Um, so that's that and then the bad news and not even Katie knows this um, because it's only recently sort of come to a head but I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of how far I went I got through the process and what I'd done but sadly I will not be on Big Brother this year Um, I had applied I knew obviously I knew you'd applied I applied 
but I, I didn't know that you had. How do you feel about me applying for Big Brother? She was like, I think you should go for it. And then I never told anybody else, apart from my husband, obviously, um, that I was going to do it. So I applied for Big Brother. And yeah, I mean, I got into the process, shall we say, but I'm not going to talk about any more about the process, how far I got, blah, blah, blah. blah. But the, the bad news is, the bad news is, I won't be proceeding with this season. Sad times. But then there's actually, I'm not going to say any more about, like I said, the process and stuff, because I may want to reapply next year. And actually, they kind of dangled a carrot a little bit with me with regards to the next season. But again, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to scupper it. But um, uh, they've probably done me a favour because now I'll be able to see how it works for this these people in the first season and whatever. Yeah. So if I do want to apply... I'll know a little bit more of what I'm getting myself into. Um, but yeah. Ah, can you believe I actually did it? I actually did the application and everything. I mean, to be honest, at this nothing shocks me with you. You're fire eating, you you know you've you've won an event, like Big Brother, why not? I'm really, really pleased as well because it's it's gonna be it's gonna be filmed. Oh no, I, I'm not gonna say it actually I was about to say when I because I might know when it's going to be filmed. Um, but um, I'm actually really, really pleased in a way as well, because obviously I've started eventing Vince and everything again, and I'm doing stuff with my horses again, and I've got this confidence. My my jumping trainer did comment on it the other day. He said, the difference in you, just the, the way you're riding and your attitude to everything has changed. And I'm, I wouldn't want to lose that now. So yeah. I'm looking on it and being a massive positive because I'm yeah. in a great place with my rising. Um, and so now I'm not going to have this big disruption to it um, to disappear off and live without phone. Half of me just wanted to see if I could do it. Yeah. I could even vote out the first week. I said that I said, I said that several times throughout the process. I was like, yeah, someone's got to go first week. So you might as well have me so that I can go. <laughs> Think about uh, what yeah, clothes was, would you take? I planned on, and I'm actually a little bit disappointed because I was kind of, when I told you I was going to apply, it's like I kind of manifesting it, and I knew how I wanted to look when I went in, because when you go in is the big yeah. one. And I'd actually started, like, putting that outfit together because I was like, you know, I'm going to act like it's going to happen. And I had sort of put that outfit together. Um, but obviously I'm not going to get to use it now. Well, not um, this time. I, I'll tell you something. If you think some of my trot-off outfits are wild, you would have loved this one. Oh, um, but anyway, I'm not going to get to use it now. And it's a bit too much to sort of like wear in Berry St. Edmunds on a night out. But oh, it, I've, I've. But who knows, yeah. coming to a trot-up near you. Just... <laughs> yeah. My big brother outfit. Yeah, and like clothes like that, like, um, yeah, there was some rules and stuff which kind of threw me but yeah it was it was um it's been a journey but yeah not happening <laughs> it's been a journey that didn't go anywhere but hey fun times can you imagine well we're not going to talk about it like that because it's it's not happened for me this year for a reason i agree for a reason um i just want to quickly say that if you notice that carla's audio has changed because it, it's definitely different for me um she's having an argument with her son who's broken her headphones so she's now <laughs> recording without a microphone 
so it's just kind of on the um like audio on our phones so I'm so annoyed I'm so annoyed because I bought headphones with a microphone and an adapter specifically for this and I bought the the only reason and I I actually managed to keep them in my handbag so he didn't know they existed (laughs) and then I made the fatal mistake of just leaving them in a place where he saw them and so he's taken them broken them only one earphone works which he seemed to think isn't acceptable Oh, I'm still going to start ranting now, but he thinks to think that's an acceptable way to leave someone else's property. And then it keeps breaking up. I couldn't hear Katie. It was just a nightmare. I actually did lose my shit at him. <laughs> she <laughs> was know, losing her shit. And guys. then the and then it just ended. And I was like, she killed him? Like, <laughs> am I going to be called upon <laughs> as a witch? How she killed him? How she killed him? <laughs> so that's your news. Both quite big. Um, they're quite, they're quite, it's quite dramatic, isn't it? Yeah, you've I'm gone big. Drama queen. You are. Um, I've not really done a lot of horses because um, obviously I went on holiday. But, you know. Mm. Did you have a good holiday? Mm, in oh. bits, we did. Um, but it was a little bit up and down. Um, the girl who was looking after the horses for us... Um, I think was kind of trying to like be good and keep me in the loop. But within two days, we'd lost eight shoes. And, you know, oh. my horses lose the odd shoe here and there. But like, they're not, yeah. you know, and they all had overreach boots on. So then you're like, you're on hold and you're like, fuck, what's going on at home? What's go-? You know what I mean? So, so I spent the first two days stressed and I was really worried about leaving Molly and then I got a phone yeah. call on the third day saying that Molly was colicking again. And oh, no. so we got the emergency out of our vet out. Um, and Lucy, the girl who's looking after the horses, was amazing. And then, you know, they treated it. And then the next day she sent me a video of Molly and she was like, oh, I think she's just sleeping off the pain meds and stuff. And she sent me, like, a video of her. And I just, I said, like, she's dying. She's that you know she's not okay so then I had to ring the vet myself and talk through all the options with him and then obviously because we don't own Molly I had to ring her actual owner oh god yeah and so that was just so then that kind of blew two days of my holiday because I was just like couldn't like do anything because she was really old, and actually, I did think she probably wasn't going to do this winter. She was starting to just struggle. She looked incredible, but her joints were getting a bit stiff, and I wasn't happy um, to probably put her through another winter. But she looked amazing, and I would never have thought we wouldn't have even get like got the chance to say goodbye to her. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't mm. think it was going to be like that. Um, but I couldn't let her suffer, and obviously, like, I didn't want anything to happen to her. And I'd be on her own. And the vet was just like, every time he came to check her, her heart rate was just worse and worse. And he was just, he was like, you know, no. So that was that. We decided not to tell Henry. Um, and then oh, no. I, I just kind of pulled myself together. And then he happened to just be like, how's Molly doing? And we couldn't oh, lie why to would him. You do that? So then yeah. that was that. And then on the way home, we 
got stuck in a huge queue in security and we missed our flight. So it cost us an extra grand to get home. And oh, fucking hell. I know I'm starting but to think we like. Don't worry. Just to cheer you up, Katie, don't <laughs> worry because I won £100. So basically, I covered that for you. So basically, that grand. is a free flight. Yeah. I'll be yeah, honest with you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> even girl maths, it didn't really help the flights at you. Yeah, you get that. It's a, it's a real stretch, the girl maths to that yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. I was fucking raging. Um, it was just like, it was just fucking a catalogue of disasters, which resulted in a Spanish yeah. man trying to help me to get my bag back. Obviously, it was taken off the plane. And then the, he gave me the wrong directions, which fair play to me speaking in a second language, better than I could do in Spanish. Yeah. But what he did was sent me yeah. through, sent me backwards out of passport control. So then I mm. went to come back through it. But my passport was with Ben in the airport. So I got to the like passport control guy and he said passport. And I was like, I haven't got it with me. And he obviously thought I was a fucking maniac. And he was like, well, you're not coming into Spain. And I was like, <laughs> but I'm already in Spain. I don't want to be in Spain anymore. Like, let me out. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And I said, well, my husband's got my passport in the airport. And he just kept shouting at me, why your husband leave you? And you know, and you're like, oh, so many reasons. <laughs> Fucking so you many reasons. I've got horses, mate. Yeah. Horses. Like, listen, if you go through that airport door, he will give you so many reasons as to why he leave me. Yeah. You probably struggled to find a reason why he stayed with that money. Um, no the reasons are leaving you need to worry about her. how long have you got how long have you got <laughs> so basically it was just it was and so then like as we got on the flight because we had to instead of flying home from barcelona we had to fly from barcelona to parma and then from parma home um so i think the journey took us like 14 extra hours with seb in the airport um and as i was sat on the airline literally just like tears rolling down my face um, I looked at Ben and I was like, feeling relaxed? He was just like, don't, just don't. Because our philosophy has always been with holidays. If you took the money that you would spend on a holiday and added that into your day-to-day -day life, you would have something like tangible. So like, say if instead of me yeah. spending like two and a half grand on a holiday, if I spent two and a half grand on a new saddle, I get to ride in that new saddle every day. Yes. That new saddle that's will put a map. smile on my face every single day. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, that's always been our holiday. philosophy. And every so often yeah. I do think like, yes, do an amazing holiday, like, you know, do Disney or something like epic that you will always remember. But for the like general, you know, like people who do like a couple of holidays a year or whatever, I'm probably all right for that. No, but, I, don't, I couldn't bear to it worse. Like when we had the kids, we both got to do holidays like growing up. So we were like, oh, you know, we should do it for the kids. But it's always for us because like we're self-employed. It's a real like, is this worth it? Because, you know, everything goes to shit when we get when we're away and then you come back and you're like I've just got weeks and weeks now of clear up mm. so that's quite I, yeah. we went on, the last holiday we had was seven years ago seven years ago the last holiday we went on and I was relaxed it was a 10 day holiday I think I was relaxed for about three days of it and Sam 
fucking hated being on holiday with me the rest of the time. If I wasn't stressing about the animals at home, I was stressing, oh, my, well, I mostly stress about the animals at home. I tried drinking through it. I tried just being constantly drunk to see if that did it. Um, but yeah, I'm not a good person to go on holiday. My favourite holiday, my favourite sort of holiday is like a weekend city break. Mm. I apps, I live for that. I love for that. See, we, we went on holiday to Norfolk. Actually, I'm lying to you. That was the last time we went on holiday abroad. We went on holidays in Norfolk uh, a few years ago, back when COVID had just lifted. A couple of years ago, that is then, I reckon. Oh, 18, I don't know. Anyway, but Norfolk's only an hour and a bit away. So I could come home. I came yeah. home on the Wednesday to check my horses were okay and then went back again. That's not normal behaviour, is it? Really? We were torn between saying, like, if we just went away more often and just did like three days. Yeah. And that would be less stressful. But then on the other hand, we were like going through fucking security and stuff yeah, with kids, kids is so horrific that actually it's not worth going for three days because it takes you about six days to prepare, six days to recover. What's the mm. point? So I'm, kind of, I'm, yeah. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, um, I'm back. My horses are on. No, me just basically saying that, going, oh, I wouldn't go on holiday for 10 days with the horses, but then I was quite happy to go for six weeks <laughs> and live in a house with a load of strangers. I, you couldn't fucking pay me enough to do that. Um, but yeah, well, I... Again, not, not giving too much away, but I have to admit, some of the people I kind of met, and you don't meet, obviously, they try and keep people as separate as possible. Yeah, I... <laughs> things happen for a reason let's just go that route let's just say that we're gonna be like big characters and like yeah i just yeah. don't think i could do that i'd just be like oh wind your effing neck in like if someone's <laughs> arguing with me over like you know like they should be able to buy like something on the budget like i'm really funny about food i'd be like listen listen here Fuck off. like i am having what i want to eat and that's <laughs> the end of it like and if anybody ate like the last slice of bread or something, oh, I, I mean, I don't know what I would we do. Had a power, we had a power cut this morning and I couldn't have a coffee when I got up and I was fucking fuming yeah. initially. And then I remember I had some iced coffee in the fridge. But for that first hour when I first got I was like, and then I was like, what was I thinking? Because I wasn't like, can you imagine if I had a coffee? Oh, anyway, it's not happening. Don't worry, guys. It's all good. I'm trying not to give too much away in case I do decide to do it again but i mean i, I think you should it. for the pod you can tell us all the inside goss i think you should and also we'll probably be famous then you know oh <gasps> maybe i can go on that big brother's what's it you know that I show. Big, brother, big brother's little brother but it wasn't gonna be called big brother's little brother but it was gonna be like an after show you can i mean on that. i think i'd quite like that because that's like enough for me right don't be selfish apply yeah. next year and the co-host while i was gone <laughs> Rylan, Rylan can come on. Oh, no. he's going to the podcast. Uh, he was nothing to do with it, by the way. <laughs> but I mean, please do have Rylan on. Oh my God. But yeah, it was, I keep going back to it. I think it's caused a little bit of disappointment, a little bit of a, but anyway, nothing. Let's carry on. So you've done your news, you've been on your holidays. Yeah. I've won £100. Yeah. I'm going to go BE before the year's out, season's out. Which is a bit of a crazy thing to do. Yeah. Be. 
so are you just going to pay like pay as you go type thing pay as you pay, I'll yeah do a pay as you go yeah I'm really um, really well well there is there's little downham which I'd really like to do and then there is Dixon three day right. which I could do I could do both the 90 and the 100 because I've got MERs for both um and I kind of went obviously because I came home from having won 100 pounds and speed drunk two gins which made me absolutely invincible. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Bitcoin and do this three day. Um, then woke up and was like, what the fuck was I talking about last night? Because it's like a four hour drive for a start. Four hour plus probably actually in a horse box. Maybe five. Uh, and it's hilly. And it's in the end of October. So the ground's, you know, mm. it's going to piss with rain. Let's be quite straight. So I don't know what I was thinking. But then I kind of put it out there and then people go, hey, it's so are you going to do Bicton? Are you going to do Bicton? And I'm like, I think I might even be working that weekend as well. I don't know. I don't know. Everything is stacked against it, which kind of makes me feel I should just push on and try and do it. But yeah, there's, there's plans. But then I want to make plans, but not put pressure on myself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. To find nine. Yeah. Nine. But I think it's okay to kind of like push a bit, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. because... Like, say, tonight, um, I've not jumped bougie yet at home without anyone with me. Mm. And I, like, rode him, and I was like, should I jump, should I not? And the reason I planned to jump him today was because Ben finished early, but then Ben was busy with the kids, and I just was like, you've just got to sometimes grab the bull by the horns. Like, if you're going to do it. And I kind of think sometimes you have to just go. I'm I'm, uh, helping some people now. Happen that people in our village they've got they they got a little X ray they got given for free nothing good sign normally a little X ray off the track yeah um and they've given it given them a year off just over a year they've been doing all this in hand stuff but they were a bit daunted should we say about the thought of getting on this per- this horse so I said just give me a shout if you get stuck and anyway, they did you know phoned me off and I was like and when I got down there they gave me like these lunch lines and stuff like that they're like oh do you want to lunch in first I was like you know, I'm just going to get on him. And they're like, what? And, I was, and then she went to come and hold me and lead me. And I was like, listen, that's probably the last thing you, that's thing you should do right now. So I said, if he's going to go, he's going to go. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. You'll yeah. probably just get in the way and get hurt. So as it was, he's an absolute sweetheart. And there was no issue. But yeah, like you say, sometimes you just got to go, fuck it. Go yeah. for it. And like, if I fall off, you know, I'm going to be like, bugger, I shouldn't do it. But then like equally, I could fall off at any time. Like, so just fucking, you just got to do it, haven't you? Anyway. Paul Bobby Upson. Have you heard about Paul oh Bobby Upson? I was literally, I was literally just thinking that when I said that. Oh, but get well soon, Bobby. Get well soon. So, um, Paul Bubs had a quite a bad fall when I, I was for country school in there once and she took a bit of a tumble and I happened to be there when it happened. Actually, actually, the, it was a, bit, a little bit of a rotational. And uh, call, we called the ambulance and obviously I managed to get, she went to the hospital where I worked. So I was able to get like, the trauma team to meet her then and everything. And um, she, I didn't have to pay for, I didn't have to pay for my cross-country schooling that day. And I did say to her, so this is a very dramatic way of getting out of paying for schooling. <laughs> I was with Caroline, the sweary Kiwi. And um, she, 
how bad it was Len. I thought, this is not the accident she's just had. Can I just say this? Is, she took a bit of a tumble before. And uh, she was laying on the floor. And obviously, she was quite winded and sore. And she kept grunting. And poor Carla and Carla went, hey, Bobby. I'm not going to do a New Zealand accent because we all know that I can't do it. But she said, you sound like you're playing tennis. And you know when, like, something is so inappropriate, you just yeah. absolutely fucking lose it. Well, I'm laughing. Anyway, she was fine. She was grand. She she soon recovered from her injuries. Everything was great. She's What I will say about Bubby is she is one of the most fucking determined people you will ever meet in your life. And she will recover uh, she will shock everyone with how quickly she's back in the saddle. But yeah, just a flat work session, wasn't it? Yeah. So she said, just a freak flat. Just it just shows, so, her, yeah. doesn't it? Because like that's kind of like um, I um, when I got Pan, I um took him out on a hack for the first time I'd ridden him, and the only kind of knowledge I had of how he was to hack was that I happened to say as we were picking him up, "Does it hack?" And the guy kind of went, "Yeah, I think so." Um, <laughs> I think maybe he kind of might look at the odd thing but like he takes confidence from the rider mm. oh, that's thing. they always say that don't they it's actually completely untrue because pan is back. literally bulletproof. Back on you. Um, oh, really? yeah amazing but i think he literally just didn't know so i think he was like i think he's okay but then you think he was like i don't want to be responsible for killing this girl exactly so so basically, and I'm going to turn it back on her. Exactly. You know, if happens, I'm going to say, shoot you. I can say, you weren't confident enough. Exactly. Confidence from you. Yeah. But absolutely like, hear that. I set off on this hack on him and it, it was windy. I was fully aware it was windy. But then I didn't, you know, and you're like, actually, it's really fucking windy. Jesus, it's fucking windy. <laughs> and anyway, I got back and Ben was like, oh, it's like weather warnings and stuff. And I said, oh, I hacked pancake out today. And Ben was like, on your own? And I said, yeah. And he was like, without anybody knowing? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, on a new horse? And I was like, yeah. And I said, isn't it weird? Aren't nerves a weird thing? Because it's like, you mm. assign, like at the time I was I was quite nervous still to jump. And so I was like, I, mm. if you would ask me to jump him over a meter, I'd be like, oh, we better have like supervision, you know? And yet mm. doing that, I was like, not a bit of bother. And I just mm. think it's crazy because actually, it's just a dangerous sport, isn't it? Like it, exactly. Anything. Tonight, just this evening, I was rushing a little bit, and I went to put the horses out, and I take Vince and Jazzy together, and Vince, uh, Vince lives in his head collar, so I just unclipped him, and he just like meandered off without even thinking, just pulled Jazzy's head, just took Jazzy's head collar off, and he acted like I shoved a red hot poke up his ass. He like leapt in the air, kick, and he kicked out towards me with his hind legs, and I managed to duck out of the way. It's just something, and it's because I got a little bit complacent to it, turn it back yeah. towards the gate, yada yada. But like you say, dangerous sport. You just yeah. we've got a bit, we've got a bit morbid, mate. We've got a bit morbid. We have. Okay, we're going to change. We're going to go super uplifting. Um, to our topic of the week, which came about because um. Someone sent it for our last um, episode, which ended up being a technical fiasco. Um, so we have we ever get... done an episode where there isn't a technical? I, I mean, <laughs> that was that was a real technical <laughs> fiasco. It was a real uh, one-off. 
I literally just basically took my husband <laughs> pretty much go live somewhere else because of a set of Would you have <laughs> our share of technical fiascos, it has to be said? <laughs> um. Okay, so this came from <laughs> Kerry Donahue. And she said... Just an apple on after rating. Oh, God, Sorry. I know. Um, <laughs> totally, literally, could, like, apples and pear... No, apples and... What is it? Apples and oranges. Is that what you... I don't know. When you like can't oh. compare them. Anyway. Um, okay, so she said, um, potential podcast subject here. You know how everyone is going on about how impossible it is to be female off the back of the Barbie movie? It makes me think about how horsey women are like another level, looking after children, horses, husbands and houses to run all the while fitting in goals and training and dealing with setbacks and roller coasters, yard politics, yard politics and how it makes it even harder. How I wish I had a clone some days. It's like we're all insane superheroes, but with zero self-belief and crippling self-doubt, clinging on to the little victories of winning, of winning a rosette, but worrying about the yard Karen making fun of you for being happy about it. It's a bit of a crazy topic, but I bet so many people would relate. And I absolutely... I loved it, and I said, "Oh, I think it's, it's." I love how she's written episode. that as well. I think we should uh, we, we need to put that up on our socials a little bit here. Yes, get your main bulk of that statement because it's such a true statement, and we don't give ourselves enough credit for it. No, um, and do you know what it is? That I haven't seen the Barbie movie yet. I'm desperate, desperate, desperate to go and see it. No, I haven't um, seen it either. But when I saw that speech that probably everybody has seen, and I yeah, read it, yeah. and you, you're just like, "Yes, yes." Yeah. Like that, like, you know, being thin, but not too thin, but not wanting, mm. you know, you have to pretend that you want to be healthy, but like, and it's, it's the mind fuckery of and it all. The minute you wake up, yeah. the minute you wake up, I actually, um, I went to my pole class and I think people are quite shocked when they hear this as well as that. Uh, I went to a pole class last night and I was having a really bad body image day. And when I tell people that they go, you, you know, cause like, I, I I get them I get them and I was literally tearing myself in knots like oh because obviously in pole you can't wear a lot of clothes because your skin is your contact point for your pole and I was like oh, the thought of just wearing like a small pair of shorts or a pair of pants and a bra top I was just like tearing myself in knots so it is so true and then that can't come from any other thing but social expectations yeah kids don't give a fuck do they like were, I bet Henry ran around on his holiday and just oh, yeah. pants. Think of zero fucks if he had muscles, six pack, whatever. Yeah. And you see all the other kids did it. So it doesn't, it, it seeps in at some stage. I think and it never leaves so you. much it worse never you. for girls. Oh, 100%. Um, and I kind of think what's really relevant about that is like, that is how obviously so many women feel when you read mm. that Barbie you know, speech, that's why everyone loves the movie, for that yeah. speech pretty much, because they're all like, yes, yes. But then I think what, for horsey women, is we just add another, like, dimension. We add another oh, place where we can fail, where we can not, like, not be good enough, where, mm. you know, you have to be rich enough to do the sport, but not too rich, because then you're only doing well because you're rich. And, yeah. you know, you have to, like, be really oh, yeah, yeah. and you have to have a nice horse it's so but you and you won't you have to have a nice horse because you want people to 
want your horse almost and you you know make it easier it can't be too nice because no. then it's the, the horse that's done it not you exactly uh, and like if you buy I... a made horse then you've bought a made horse so that doesn't count but if you buy yeah. a young horse they're like should they have bought a young horse because are they experienced enough to bring on a young horse and it's like that is literally it's yeah. it's what and we get in every area of our life and we've just signed up for another, another area. yeah. But a funny story about that is when I when I first got Vince, and obviously he was um based with my 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 trainer at the time, and um I went to my very first event with him, and he stopped at the first cross country fence. One moment, yeah, I would if I were you. Sorry, that was my son presenting a sign saying I'm going to bed. Good night. I was like, yeah, I would if I was you. So Tra- Trevor, can you get out? Trevor, you you breathe too noisily. Get out. Um, yeah, so he stopped at this first fence. And uh, someone said, oh, my God, how embarrassing. She's got this lovely horse. She's based with an Olympic trainer, and it stopped at the first fence. And uh, at the time, it, it didn't affect me as much as probably what it, what it would have done now. And then I think it's about two weeks later, I went out again, and I got a double clear. And the same person said, well, I should hope she got a double clear because she's got yeah. a really good horse and she's based with an Olympic trainer. And I'm like, I cannot fucking win. Did it's you so hear? Great. I heard, um, I went, I've gone down this like rabbit hole with like um, watching American football for weird reasons. But anyway, what? I know. Um, and so I was watching this documentary and one of the quarterbacks said, um, that Margaret Thatcher had once said that if her critics saw her walk on water, they would say it's because she couldn't swim. <laughs> that's so fucking true, isn't it? And I was like, that's, that's, so that is absolutely it. And it's like being a mum, oh, my God, like there is oh. so much judgment, like so much. And basically when you're a horse mum, especially if you're on a livery yard, you are – signing up for exactly the same because it'll be like you know the people who are like so you didn't puree your you know your own food you didn't like grow the sweet potatoes yourself they're now like so you're feeding like competition mix should you not be feeding like only simple systems grass like you don't you don't think that you should just be giving them turmeric like oh my god it's like jesus fucking christ it's relentless isn't it like and then, you literally and then we're just, just like tight clothes. Yeah, like is there going to be an area of my life that I am allowed to feel like I'm doing okay? <laughs> just <laughs> one, just one little bit of it. <laughs> Can I have that? And then Please. it's funny because Ben said something to me. Yes, uh, a couple of days ago, we usually get our shavings delivered, and um, but the shavings had elected not to come. So Ben picked a few bales up for me from petrol station. And he said, this guy obviously wasn't used to like lifting them. And he said he was like this big, like tattooed kind of like young lad. And Ben put three on a sack barrel and pushed it. And and the lad said, I'll grab the other two and just carry them over. And Ben said, I kind of like went, all right then. Thinking like Ben's strong. Ben's like, you're not picking up two shavings bales. Like, and just, you know, so he's like, all right. And he said, the lad picked one up and then was like, oh, 
do you want to put one on the sack <laughs> the one on the sack burrow and Ben was like yeah and so Ben was just telling me because he was just laughing he thought it was funny but I was like and yet like girls horsey girls hurry sacks of feed bags of shavings and we we don't be, we're not like oh yeah we lift we're just like oh yeah 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 I did it when I was I remember being heavily pregnant and I remember the people the feet people at the feet were obviously used to possibly yeah. pregnant horsey people they were like you're right I was like yeah 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 got got all my feet got it whatever and then when I got out the other side and I was on a living yard at the time and I was starting and these people just like appeared oh my god you can't be lifting that up I went I just think it got in the car yeah. like, you know, I literally like, did exactly the same at home base I can't remember what I was buying but it was going to be like compost things like it was a big sack and this older guy who worked there insisted upon coming like to my car with me to lift it from the trolley into my boot and you know and you're like how do you think it's getting out the boot like <laughs> yeah. how did it get onto the trolley yeah hello <laughs> like isn't it funny isn't it yeah. funny I always say it when we're pat sliding. Quite often when we're pat sliding stuff, and people are like, oh, I'm just going out. I went, stronger than I look. I've got horses. Yeah. Because like, I'm going, you know, and I think people don't understand the absolute strength that you have. Mental as well. It's mental strength. But I think well, also but... it's the determination, isn't it? It's like, look, if the horse needs bed, I'm, yeah. I'm getting the bed to the stable. Whether I've got yeah. like a broken arm and a broken leg, <laughs> I will find yeah. a way to like nose it there or something like it's just, it's that, like, mentality. And I just think women... We don't cut ourselves enough slack. Yeah, like, I was going to say, we like, women... Just do, we we are ourselves... our own worst judgment, judges, ju- ju- judges. We are the worst, you know. Um, it's it's that age-old thing, isn't it? You have four faults. And you'll just... And everyone will go, how's that round? Oh, I had four faults. You don't go, oh, I jumped 11 fences really nicely. But it's hard, isn't it? Because if you do do that, people are... Like like a dick. I do think things have slowly a little bit started to shift. Like, I do think there's probably more people Mm -hmm. who celebrate other people. But then equally, I kind of think maybe I'm just better at surrounding myself with those yeah I think that's a little bit of that, like, everybody else um, when I won just gonna get it in there again when I won the other week um and I was like uh I went and dropped off Mary who helps me and I was driving home I was coming up my drive and I'd had another cry I literally like I've cried quite a lot and I I went on my Instagram story and I was like yeah yeah I've been crying again but I was just like I'm gonna say it because and then I was like, can I say it? No, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And then I said it. And I was like, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And I thought, and all of a sudden I got hit by this sudden, like, I hope people don't think I'm a right arsehole for that. And then but loads of people like, I'm proud of you too. And it's yeah. actually, I think I think we, we very rarely say those words to ourselves. I'm proud of myself. So well, really it's nice funny, like, say. because I'll sometimes do the same, like, if I've ridden around and I'll say, I didn't do anything wrong there. You know, like, say if you mm. had, like, four faults or something. And I think Carla's been quite good for me for that because she'll say, that wasn't you, that was on him. Whereas for mm. me, my default was always, like, I must have done something. And actually, sometimes, no. Like, and so I think I'm, mm. I am probably a bit better at saying, like, that wasn't mm. me that time. 
Um, but like Ben said something tonight, um, and he was really happy. And he said to me, like, and I said, oh, look at you. Like, you know, you're really proud of yourself sort of thing. And he said, I listened to this podcast and they said, if you don't celebrate these things as wins, there's no point in doing them. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Someone said that to me. I honestly can't believe it that you thought that because that is one of the big things someone said to me. And they said, if you're not going to be proud and happy that you've done well, then why even try? Yeah. Why even put yourself out there if you aren't happy with it? And she said, and I can't, I'd love to, oh, I'm going to remember who it was and I will give them a shout out on my Insta for it. And then I replied back, yeah, saying, but does not, doesn't it make me look like a bit of a show off, a bit of a dick for it? And she was like, um, if people don't like it, they can unfollow. They don't have to follow you. They don't have to watch you celebrating your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So it's It's my hard, place. isn't it's it? Because I think the way I've kind of like probably done it, and it is probably, it's fairly genuine in that that's just kind of my sense of humour. Like I still ring mm. Carla and say like, you do know I jump on 30, don't you? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I guess like partly it's like easier to do that than to be like, I'm really happy with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, We're not allowed to be, are we? That no. is another one of the things, isn't it? Do well, but don't celebrate doing well. Yeah. Because that um, makes you look like you're showing off. It, yeah, you just... Why not? Why don't we show off? Why don't we show off? I mean, you could say that when I did that lap of honour on my foot, I was completely showing off. Completely. And I it's loved so, it. That, word, that, that moment represents so much sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. And I think everyone that was there and everyone that saw it appreciated that. Yeah. But in your head sometimes, that little voice goes, but you're going to look a dick for that. Yeah. People are going to think you're a dick for that. People are going to think you're showing off. And then I just had that moment where I went, I don't care. Little boys, shut up. I've worked, I've worked hard for this. I've I've struggled for this. But then you see, I think, the moment. if more of us did that... And just kind of went, shut up, little voice, for a minute. Mm. Then it would make the next person go, when I do that, I'm good. When I win, I'm going to yeah. do that. And then it would become more commonplace. And even if yeah. a few people are standing there going, like, look at her, we've allowed ourselves the celebration. And actually, it's not necessarily that you want other people to tell you, oh, wow, well done. It's just that you're yeah. like, I fucking did that. I did yeah. it. Yes. And giving yourself the fucking credit, because how many times do we do it? Something goes wrong on the round, I let my horse down. Something goes well, oh, my horse is brilliant. Yeah. We never, ever, 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 ever give ourselves some credit and ever go, you know what? He was brilliant today, but I have schooled him, I've yeah. had the lessons, I've done everything that got us and gave him the best chance of being brilliant today. Yeah. And I don't think we ever think of it as being that. We never take into account, like you say, the sacrifices and the things that we have done. We just go into the ring and they bust their gut for us, which which is why we love these crazy, stupid, expensive animals. And we give them the credit for it, which is wonderful and amazing. And we should always give them the credit for it. But then we don't give ourselves no. credit for it. Like, even tonight... Like, uh, so I I never really jump at home except, like, just before a show. Like, with Pan, I'll just 
give them a quick tune up. Um, and I put this um, this combination up and we were coming in and I, I have overheld him a little bit recently. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, I've been really teaching myself, let him travel a bit more. So I let him travel. And then I realized the stride that we had on that traveling stride, the only option was a very forward stride. So I was like, okay, we're going on the forward stride. But that then made it very, very difficult for him to get out over the oxen mm. because he just didn't have enough room. So he wore the front pole. And literally, that was the only thing he touched. Everything else, the stride was perfect. Mm. The jump, yeah, perfect. Um, and when I came back in the house tonight, Ben said, how, how did he go? And I said, oh, he was so, so good. Like, he was mega. I absolutely, like fucked up a stride and he was so so good to me like he still jumped and it's exactly what you say isn't it like I didn't say you know yeah I did really well I was like that one mistake that's the thing that I've taken away from that for myself and I um I think it was Mia that said it to me once and it was when I said I had that turning point a little bit after that training session with Mia is I was talking about how good Vince was. I was like, oh, he's such a good boy. I ride in all these shit strides and he still jumps me. No, no. And she went, why do you think he does that? Why does he do that? She said, because he knows he can go on a shit stride and he ain't going to get a smack in the gob. He ain't get, you know, or if he does, it's really rare. Or, or he, he knows that you trust him. He trusts you. You have ridden that horse you've instilled it to him that it's okay to go on them shitty strides that you put him on you've given him that confidence she would cut yourself some slack and I was like whoa yeah she's got a point here maybe I'm not as bad as I thought I was and it's obviously then really... I've got Jazzy as well and he's taking these massive jumps and improvement as well and and I'm just like I'm I, I you know I'm I was about to do it then. I'm not going to suddenly start saying I'm the best rider in the world. I'm not the best rider in the world. I'm not the best rider in the world. I'm not a brilliant rider even. But I'm going to tell you something which I have realised since my side breakdown on the podcast that I had, which is I'm a good rider and I'm a kind rider and I do my fucking best every time I get in the saddle. And that is enough. Yeah. So, you know, and when you realise that's enough, it is quite liberating. Because I think recently there's been such a, um, rightly so in my opinion, like a massive shift towards the sports psychology and how important it is for the mm. sport, you know, and how mental strength is as important as anything mm. else. And it's really, really difficult, you know, to kind of, to fully get into the sports psychology if you are in every aspect of your life being told, like, don't show off, don't be too, like, I even have this weird thing where I'm like, I can't be positive because if I'm positive, bad things will happen to keep me in my place. So I don't get too uh, okay. above I, my station. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, that's like, so that comes, that goes back to somebody shouting at me when I was like a kid. Um, mm. And that was kind of in that moment. That's what I, I think assigned. And like, since I've had sports psychology, they've talked it all through with me and stuff. Mm. But that is still, that is my default thinking. Um, my one as well has also been and I think and I and I'm gonna actually be a huge advocate of that this now which is let's just add something else into the mix of how busy you horse owners are but actually finding something that you enjoy doing away from horses yeah is the healthiest thing you can do for your relationship on the horse 
And I don't take that lightly saying that. I know we're all very, very busy people. But whether that be knitting of an evening, I know we all joke, I should take up knitting. But whether that be knitting in the evening, fire eating, pole dancing, going for a run, going for a fucking walk, having something else is such a, that for me has been, that has healed me. Yeah. Having these other things that I've tried doing. And I think because I was talking about it with Alana, it's one of my pole instructors who's basically the best hype girl you could ever want in your life. And I wish I could make her into a new riding instructor because if, if she was my riding instructor, I'd, I'd probably be at Burley this weekend. Um, but she, I was talking to her, she, she congratulated me on my, I don't know if I mentioned it once or twice, my win. And she's like, because she's seen it on my Instagram, she's like, well done, you should be well. And I said, actually, and I explained how much pole has helped me. I said, because I go into these competitions now and I think I'm just going to go have fun, do whatever. And it doesn't matter what the result is. not yet everything. Yeah. Got my pole class on Monday. Yeah. I might do an upside down crucifix on Monday. Yeah. Which I actually did it yesterday. Uh, you know, and there's having something else. And so I, one of the things I hope we'd like people to do, if, if they are struggling, is number one, reach out. You can always, always message us. We aren't counsellors. We aren't sports psychologists. But we've been in some pretty dark places. So please do, if you ever feel... Like you just want to hang up your boots forever, please contact us or try and do something else. Find something, even if you have to cut back on the riding for a little bit while you get established, it is such a healthy thing. Yeah, absolutely. And don't let it become a thing that you beat yourself up with. Because, and like, I think it's one of the very few sports where women compete against men. Mm. And like, in a lot of ways, I don't think you know, that men have an advantage, but actually then like physically, that physical strength and the length of leg does mm. give them mm. definitely like. Oh, some... and also, I don't mean to be quite awful, I am going to say it, sexism rules. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're going to, you know, if someone's looking to place a horse yeah. with a rider, they're going to think that the male rider is going to be a stronger, better rider. They're going to think they're going to be more competitive. They're thinking, a young a young woman, oh, do I want to put my horse with her? Because, oh, she might want to go off and have children. Irrelevant of whether she does or not, because they, yeah. lots of people think that having children is a woman's only goal in life. So, you know, their sexism does run rife. And so it's not necessarily the physical advantage. They're getting this psychological advantage because people can't let go of the fact that even though this sport they compete as equals, men are still gonna will still be seen because of sexism and misogyny. Men are still gonna have been seen to have the upper hand in it. Yeah. How it's gonna take a lot of. I mean, was it, it was Pippa that won the Rolex. Yeah, the Grand Rolex Slam. Thing, yeah. Which, yeah. The Grand Slam. It's gonna take a. You know, no blokes won it. Yeah. I think. No blokes won it, but yeah. You know, it's still, you know, men are still seen somehow as being superior. And I'm like, how can they be? Yeah. Rose Cantor, she walked away with that gold. And yet she's going into Burley and people are talking about your one bloody town end. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. I think, like, the best thing Sorry. is... 
Stop with the semi feminism ramp going on there. <laughs> no, but I think that's good because I think that's the best thing. I think the best thing is that now things like that Barbie speech, it's actually mm. it's what we all think, it's what we all feel, but it's it's realizing that all of us feel it. You aren't the only one that feels it. And I think that's what I love about this podcast. And that's what all the messages from people, that's what they love because it's like mm. It's it's not feeling alone in the like the struggles and the feeling shit and the feeling like you're not good enough. And I think it's more of us being brave enough to say, I feel really shit. Like I did that really like, you know, I, I, I mean, did crap. that. I... We celebrate it. We exactly we give a fucking rosette to it. And so the day I die, that one with that, the one with the branch. I that's still one of my favorite videos ever. Yeah, like <laughs> I think that's what that's what we need, isn't it? it like having yeah. that was amazing because it was a load of girls having a laugh. Yeah, like, I don't think she was having that much of a laugh, and she couldn't well, get the bad. The other ones were laughing at her, you know, and that's. <laughs> that, I suppose. It's someone's that, I suppose. laughing. <laughs> okay, so with that, I think we should move on to our wanker. Let's make it a bit more lighthearted. Yeah. I actually don't. I've not been that much of a wanker recently. Well, mine isn't. I was like, oh, do I talk about? Do I do I use this as my wanker of the week? And I, I don't know. I are I, you feeling a little bit of shame from it? No, oh. I, I'm feeling relieved. Is what I'm oh, feeling. I'm intrigued. Can I go first? Let's get mine because mine's a shit one. Mine's shit also, but you go first. I think I peaked. I think with my trousers around my ankles. We have, yeah, we have had. Someone did say, <laughs> why did you? wash your hands if you were going in the shower okay. you have to wash your hands don't you even if you went straight in the shower genuinely do not know why and that has opened up a wormhole of thought processes in my head which is they are actually right I mean anyway that was the least of your troubles in my opinion but <laughs> yeah and just say um the normal place I get my feed from I'll shout them out not sponsored Mole Valley Cheap as hell. Same. Love them to bits. Feed's great. But they've gone down, haven't they? They've had a, a, a online problems and none of their... They can't take any car payments and it's been a nightmare. It's been rolling on for a week and I desperately need some feed. So I thought, well, we've got another feed place in town. I thought, I'll go there. I spent 75 quid on feeds. I've, I've not spent that much in a while. I mean, obviously it's free. Uh, yeah, because obviously, I actually did say this to the woman behind the counter, I went, it's okay, I'm on 100 pounds two weeks ago, I'm not even getting my dogs <laughs> That was like, um, I, I took the kids to the beach yesterday, like an hour away from home, and I rang Ben and I was like, oh wait, wait, like where are you? And he told me which yard he was on, which is the yard that I used to be on like years and years ago. And I was like, oh my God, never. I said, I am literally getting fish and chips for the kids, like two minutes walk from there. I said, shall I come in and bring you some fish and chips? And he was like, I don't want any fish and chips, but come in and say hello. And I bumped into a woman who I used to know like years and years ago. And she was like, just, we were having a chat and she was like, how big are you jumping now? And Ben immediately was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, even I know, even I know it's a 130. Did you not have you? I jumped a 130 t shirt on. We're just like, let's shoehorn. You'll be shoehorning the 100 pounds. <laughs> I'm going to be shoehorning 130. 
<laughs> Oh, I'm not going to do that. 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 I
I'm eating a fucking horse treat to see if it tastes like a toffee apple. Why don't I just buy a toffee apple? Anyway, I'm I'm really sorry. It got very convoluted, but that's that's why I'm a wanker. Well, mine's sorry mine's kind that. of. I think mine's really random, but okay. So on my holiday of disasters, um, I came on when I was on my holiday, which was not my schedule. Which fucking worse, no. really fucking annoyed me. So anyway, I had to then mm. find a pharmacy. Anyway, so then I was coming home with like my toiletry bag. So my shower gel exploded on the way out. Oh, oh my god! And showered all my belongings in nice. that tea tree mint. You know that really fucking spicy one. Oh, that one that that one that if you get it on your undercrackers, you are like basically on fire. Exactly that one. So. I always think that that song, do you remember that Alicia Key song? This girl is on fire. <laughs> I always, every time I hear that song, I think, she used that shower gel without realising. Why does our podcast always come back to the same things? This girl is on fire, only fans. Anyway, so <laughs> on the journey home, you would think like any sensible person would just fucking leave the shower gel. But no, I was like, it's a yeah. fucking, you know, it's not cheap, that shower horse gel. Horse mask, right, horse mask. <laughs> That, that's a bag of treats. Exactly. <laughs> that's a two-pound kilo, right? It's coming back with me. Even though it took me fucking ages to shower every individual thing, I'm bringing it back with me. So back it came. But also I had like half a box of tampons, but I didn't want to take the box. So I just like loose put them in the bag. It exploded again. On oh, the way. my oh. God, no. So I had this moment, right, where I'm taking everything out and rinsing everything for the fucking time. My toiletries have never been so clean. And I was like, do I have to throw them all away? Because that's wasteful. And I hate wasting things. And I was like, well, they're in a waterproof packet. They're not in, like, the paper packet. It was in, like, the waterproof packet. So I was like, stop. You're not That's a Russian fucking roulette. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it should be okay, shouldn't it? Like, but then I had that, then I did a you call it. And I was like, this, is this a game I want to play? <laughs> because... no, no, you can't take that risky and no. This is no ordinary shower gel. This <laughs> You can get like a, a splash of that, you know about it. But we used to go swimming. I accidentally just gave him the shower gel and we was in these communal showers and he went, shit, he got on his, he got on his balls. He washed his balls and then he went, shit, now my balls are on fire. I had to go wet paper towels. <laughs> I mean, it's brutal. <laughs> it is a thing. You can, like, you can get secrets out of people with that shit. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you even contemplated after Ben always says, Ben always says with me that I'm penny wise, pound foolish. Yeah. So I'll be like, you know, if there's a sandwich I really want and it's like 50 pence more, I'll be like, I'm not spending that. I'm not spending 50 pence on a sandwich. And he's like, and yet you would happily spend 300 quid and you wouldn't even blink on like a bridal when you've got a perfectly good one. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but you'll be able to say now, Carla, £100, so it's fine. And then you will understand. So anyway, yes, yeah, so I'm standing in the bathroom, weighing this up, and I'm like, 
should I just and I, honestly, I, I, I shit you not, Carla. I was fifty fifty. Like fifty percent of me was like, let's just put them in the box. No, literally, I can see from your face you're very earnest about this. Yeah, and fifty percent of me was like, mm, is it worth the risk? And I decided. I'm a price dickhead, but even I wouldn't even <laughs> contemplate even doing that. They were in a waterproof wrapper. They were in a waterproof wrapper. Sweet, Brandon, no, stop. Turns out the waterproof you, wrapper isn't as waterproof as one would hope. So, okay. what I decided was the best course of action was to undo one. And I noticed it had a decidedly green tinge to it and it was quite sticky and I thought I'll test another one and see <laughs> and that Just one give up the tampons and that's the thing oh, what, how like, much money are we talking soup? yeah like uh, what are some special holiday souvenir where you're going to attach them to a magnet and put them onto your fridge I know <laughs> like what kind of tampons like, literally come on stop but I put them in the bin and I was sad at the waste of money and then I started Stop. to like giggle to myself and I was like, I think I'm going to use that as my one of the week because the money that I piss up the wall on the horses without even blinking. And I was genuinely heartbroken at losing half a box of tampons that I'd lugged back from Spain. That so much so that I was potentially going to try and ram what essentially would have been a stick of fire up myself. <laughs> You think that's good to weigh in? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I think I would because Stop. I can't cope with that. That's one of my favourites you've done. I think. <laughs> I, well, I think had you done it, that that's, would have been definitely my favourite. That's what I did think when I when I realised that it had been I, contaminated, and I thought, what if I put them back in the box? And then obviously I would have forgotten in a month's yeah. time. Just done it. And I wouldn't have known what the fuck had hit me. I wouldn't know whether I was on my arse or my elbow, would I? When I fucking... But anyway, I'd have been jumping 130, imagine. <laughs> Love it. So that's mine. Nice. Um, so our listener one is from Tammy Thorne. And she sent in... Um, I would like to nominate my Highland Pony for Wanker of the Week. A few weeks ago, I took her to my local riding club show where she took over five hours to load to come home. Multiple friends tried to help, even one going home to get her trailer to see if my pony would load into that instead. Obviously not. After crying in a massive empty showground with my mare for what seemed like forever and even contemplating leaving her there for the night... Another friend came to the rescue with his horse box, which for some reason my pony was happy to load into. We oh, had to remove bitch. the partition and risk potential death while closing the ramp, but we got her home safely. Deciding enough was enough, I called in a professional to help, Michael Peace, who cost me a literal fortune but did absolute wonders. Mm. Roll on to the next riding club show, same venue. I thought it was a good idea to erase that awful memory and make a positive new one. Imagine. But of course, life doesn't work like that. She was bonkers. She lost the plot, got away from me, galloped around the showground on her own like a giant hairy pig. I did eventually manage to catch her, said some bad words in front of the other competitors and dragged her away, realising I can never go back. However, she did load immediately. So I suppose there is a positive 
to take away. A lot of small children now know I love that, that. don't be a I'll not say the word that you don't like me to say. So no, yeah, don't don't use that. Don't use the C the C farm that we've got a jingle out. Um I love I love the positivity of her. She then sent me an update. Basically the horse was an absolute arsehole. But it loaded. It did load so she could get home quicker and hang her head in shame. So she sent me an update. It said, update, she excelled herself, took her to British Dressage, Quest Dressage. She was going so well, and then she bolted bid test. I screamed with laughter, finished the test. Judge absolutely didn't find it as funny as I did, which made me laugh even more. And she's even sent me a picture. Oh, amazing. What a little bugger that pony is, though. (laughs) Bag in it. I mean, good advert for Michael Peace, though. No, good advert for Michael Peace. Maybe she's getting back from the other bolting and shit. Uh, Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe he was a bit niche on the loading scenario. (laughs) I'm thinking maybe a broader sort of help would be... How much that would be? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) If she's like, you know how I needed you to help me load it? Could you also just do like a personality sort of reboot whilst you're here? He'd be like, yeah, if you like remortgage your house, no trouble at all. Yeah, just like... She's not, she, 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 she's telling that speak to Carla, she won £100. Wait, she'll, Free. She'll, cover, yeah. she'll cover it for me. But I did waste what probably about £2, so uh, it's got to oh, come out. Okay. Of oh, fuck, yeah, we've only got 98 quid left. Yeah, speak, speak to Michael, see if he can sort your pony out for 98 <laughs> quid. Not a penny more, not a penny more. Oh, but the problem, the thing is, as soon as she said the word. Pony, I thought this is this is only going to end one way. Yeah, embarrassment, shame, and a dickhead horse. Pony. It's so hard, isn't it? Because like sometimes Carla will have a horse in for training, and she like ring me and chat to me or something when she's on it, and and I'm like, how much is the bill by the time this thing's been with you for about twelve weeks? And like, you're like. You could buy 10 ponies that don't try and smash your head into a wall for that. Do you know what I mean? Like, talk about game for a giggle. Like, we're all fucking mental. It's just ridiculous, isn't we? I love the fact that I'm going to make a new positive episode in my life, go back to the place. I'm thinking, to be fair, they're probably not going to let you in a third time. I think there's probably (laughs) a picture of your pony on the gate with a cross. (laughs) You'll be like me with the bloody Jim WhatsApp group. Yeah. Like, Michael Peace or no Michael Peace, I'm thinking your pony isn't feeling the venue. Let's blame the venue. Blame blame the venue. Love that idea. Blame the venue. Well, I think on that note, we will call... I think this has been quite a girly episode, a very Barbie episode. I did have a a bright pink Barbie T-shirt on. um, And then... I was literally minging because Bougie used me as a handkerchief. So I was like, oh. She's, a, she's in a dressing gown now, guys. It's a unicorn see. dressing gown. But oh, uh, oh. it's quite scraggy compared to, I, I was really feeling the Barbie t-shirt. I should have maybe just left it even though I was covered in snot. I can't smell you, can I? No, I should have done it. I should have stayed Barbie. Damn it. 100%. Never mind. Live All right. Way. Well, we hope you have Please enjoyed this. Hope you've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed yeah. it. Please keep messaging us. We love it. We, love we will it. talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.